It's Monday, August 22nd, your day weather podcast brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Cowboy State Daily has more original Wyoming news content than any other news organization in the state. Check them out at CowboyStateDaily.com and sign up for their daily email newsletter. Well, we're just going to be going through the motions, folks. We just have a typical mid to late August weather pattern. There's really no other way to describe it. This is exactly what we'd expect to see this time of year. We are going to have thunderstorm activity again along and west of the divide, but it will expand east as the weekend wears on, as the week and into the weekend wears on. Over the weekend, we did see some very heavy rains in parts of western Colorado, parts of Utah, Moab seen a flash flood, flash flooding in Arizona, and some flash flooding activity in Colorado. The better moisture stays west of the divide to start the week. But as we go through the week, we have a little bit of a trough in the front coming in, so it'll be a touch cooler by the end of the week. It'll be warm, but it won't be hot. Really, it's kind of Goldilocks weather for mid to late August. We have new La Nina information. We shared some with you on Friday, but we actually have the new modeling data to show you for the next six months ahead. Beautiful shot here out of New Plymouth, Idaho of some sunset activity, just a little bit of forest fire smoke with some monsoonal moisture leads to just beautiful sunrise and sunset action. Thanks for that photo. Just a great way to start your Monday with a photo like that. Here's your satellite photo showing that moisture along and west of the divide here. We have a little bit of an upper level low over western Washington. And we have this dry air along and east of the divide and dry air back here into the Great Basin for now. Now it does look like the monsoon may be fading a little bit and it really isn't. It's got some legs left to it. We're just gonna continue to see a lot of high humidity air from the desert states along the Gulf Coast and in the Texas. Today, you see that upper level low into the Pacific Northwest, a bigger low in the Gulf of Alaska, the high retreats to the west of California. We've got this trough bringing cooler weather to the Great Lakes and New England. This is by no means a dirt burner type weather pattern for this time of year. It can be really hot this time of year, but really we don't see anything excessive as we are gonna be looking at a lot of the nation, and I'll show you here in a little bit, actually having cooler than average temperatures in areas that have been very hot this summer. The precipitable water forecast shows all that brown there in the Corn Belt, parts of the Western High Plains and Midwest. Look at all the green here from Florida into the mountains of Colorado and areas across the Northern Rockies and points west and a little bit north and south of that line. That's where the thunderstorm activity is going to be by the end of the week. This is by Saturday morning. We have a trough and a couple of fronts right here. One front coming through late Friday into Saturday, another one behind it. High pressure retreats to the Eastern Pacific. So notice the jet stream takes a little dip, not a huge dip, but a little bit of a dip by late in the week and the weekend. That's gonna bring slightly cooler temperatures. That's gonna bring a slightly elevated chance for shower and thunderstorm activity. And it's also gonna suppress the heat. Notice the high pressure ridges now are more west and they're more south. And so this is something you tend to see as we get to the latter days of August. By the end of the week, notice we've got deeper moisture getting further out east of the divide now. We still have a pocket of dry air here, but in these green and blue areas, thunderstorm coverage will increase a little bit as that subtropical moisture is still gonna be feisty and still hanging around a little bit. This is the precipitation forecast through Friday, what really jumps out is, is look at this axis of heavier moisture that goes across the southern tier of the United States. Now, you've all been hearing about how hot it's been in Oklahoma and Texas. Well, it has been. However, 
the, their summer heat's over. The really excessive heat that Texas and parts of the Southern Plains had in June and July, well, the rest of August will be cooler and wetter than normal, as a lot of subtropical moisture will be bottled up, kind of with really nowhere to go, along the Gulf Coast from Florida. And this doesn't even include yet the increase in tropical storm and hurricane activity that's gonna hang on later on. We continue to have this dry hole in that drier air over Kansas, parts of Nebraska and Eastern Colorado. This moisture right up here into Montana, the Dakotas and the Pacific Northwest, and maybe getting into parts of Idaho and into the Great Basin states is part of that trough system that slowly moves in here mid to late in the week. Wanted to show you, these are the temperatures for the five day period from Wednesday through Saturday. And uh, it just shows you, look at this. This is just a reversal, especially in Texas and Oklahoma from what they had earlier in the summer. Temperatures relative to the 30 year average will be warmest in the Northern Plains, the Pacific Northwest and Northern Rockies and in the Western Canada. Although these temperatures, at least these temperatures here, really aren't that far off of their normal values. Wanted to show you the latest prediction of what the La Nina El Nino forecast is. This graph looks a lot like what we've been showing you over the last couple of months. Couple of subtle changes though. What I want you to look at is the solid green line. The solid green line and also that red line. See that solid red line? Those are kind of the two lines I want you to look at. But the red line is what we call the dynamic average. The average of all the dynamic models. Notice that some models take us into El Nino or near neutral conditions. Several models keep us into a La Nina down here. But if you average them out, which is usually the best way to go, we continue to see that as we get into December, January, and February, we will be in what's called neutral status. We're still gonna see colder than average sea surface temperatures, but we'll go below that negative 0.5 Celsius anomaly. And as we climb into late winter and early spring, we go neutral or slightly above. And this is the tendency we've seen over the last several model runs. We saw this last year. The model ended up being spectacularly wrong. However, we're more confident that this La Nina will extinguish itself sometime between December and February and will go into neutral status, which is great news for the central and western United States in terms of reversing the drought and getting us into a weather pattern that's better for moisture late winter and spring of 2023. You can still see the La Nina really hanging on here in the subtropical Pacific and it's gonna stick around here for another three months before finally going away. Have yourself a great Monday. We'll see you.